702 presents the Locked and Down podcast with Cindy Paluta in association with the South African Depression and Anxiety Group because help is at hand. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening from me, Cindy Paluta, to everyone listening to this Locked and Down podcast right now. We're heading into a new week and for many that sitting around not being productive has left a lot of us feeling almost helpless. So today I've roped in clinical psychologist Charity Mkone. Good morning, Charity, and thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Good morning, Cindy. Thank you very much for having me. So Charity, this morning I had to go shopping and I was wheeling my trolley along and the shelves were just empty. There was no fruit, there was no vegetables, there was no basic goods, no canned goods. And walking along in the aisles were, you know, men with the basket and they had torn clothes and you could see they were poor, the poorest of the poor, and there was just nothing for them to buy. And in that moment, it just broke my spirit completely. I think, Cindy, it is quite an unprecedented time in that we've never been through something like this before. And I think the lack of control and uncertainty that surrounds this time is what exacerbates our feelings and the very heavy emotional burden that comes with it is something that is quite difficult to be able to handle. Because in most times, I think when we have shops open and things that we can use to distract ourselves, there are certain realities that are not always in our face. So there are a lot of things, there are a lot of disparities, as we know in this country, and a lot of people who do live like that on a daily basis, whether there's the virus or not. But I think the sense of the world coming to a standstill and life as we know it being so interrupted has removed all the distractions that were usually there and all the distractions we could use to manage these very difficult emotions or manage these very difficult things that are happening in our world. So I do think that there is an element of this that is like opening up blinds to be able to see things that were always there that we could always do away with, maybe not do away with, but to be able to distract ourselves because of the sheer helplessness, like you mentioned, that comes with such images, that come with such realizations or the knowledge of things being the way that they are in the state of our world and the state of our country, most importantly. So I do think that this has brought to light something that's always been there. And I think it is then to learn how to be able to deal with this in a way that or handle this or be able to cope with these emotions in a way that is both genuine and in a way that we, we we can't distract ourselves from. So I think it is important to to know about and to speak about these things and really, like you're saying, to learn ways to cope with it because it's not going to go away, unfortunately, after the virus. It preceded the virus and it's something that will continue to be there and it is about learning ways to cope with the emotions that are sparked by images that you just described. Well, this is it. And before COVID, if there was a flood or a natural disaster, people would have a drop-off point. We could all get in our cars. We could rally together as a neighborhood and go feed families and collect blankets in the cold and help the homeless and make sandwiches. But we're sitting at home now with our hands literally tied because we're not allowed to leave and we're not allowed to help. And I think this is where the helplessness comes from. Mm. And I think that's devastating and really is heartbreaking. And psychologically, especially even on an emotional level, that can be very difficult and very heavy because like you're saying, it leaves you with the sense of helplessness. And I think as human beings, it's just a natural thing. It's just inborn within us that we don't do very well with feelings and emotions of helplessness because we we want to do everything in our power. We've, we've been able to 
previously, like you're saying, you'd mobilize something, you'd put something together, you'd have a few people going and doing something that that's how we call. That is how we deal with things that are difficult. But in as much as this is very devastating and these times are unprecedented and very uncertain, it does bring about a point of emotional growth where we're able to learn. And I think this is something that we need to actually increasingly learn to do is to cope with difficult times and stay put. So, I mean, it is, like I said, something that's always been there. It's been a problem that's always been around, but we've been able to distract ourselves from the emotions that it brings about by busying ourselves, either by putting together things to help or all those things. So the thought is there, but, but I think a learning and a teaching point in this is to realize that actually there is very little that's in our control. And I think it is also a very helpful tool and a coping mechanism that people can use at this time, perhaps to jot down and to write down um, the things that are in their sphere of control at the current moment. So the things that you can control at the moment and things that you can't control. So you can't control that there has to be social distancing. You can't control the spread of the pandemic. You can't control um, what happens to other people. You can't control what is outside of your sphere of control. So it's very important to establish, firstly, what is in your sphere of control. Be able to write that down, jot that down. Um, I find it quite useful to even represent it visually and actually draw a circle and make smaller circles within the bigger circles about what is in your control. And the further something is from the epicenter of that circle, the more lack of control that you have over that thing. So I think establishing that does help in calming something down and does help in putting people at ease in regards to what they can do and what they cannot do. Um, And that is something that is a very vital coping skill with all challenges in life that people face. Basically what you're saying, in order for us to almost feel helpful, it's to almost try to take control of what we currently can do, which is in our social situation, which is to stay home, which is to keep our environment healthy and clean and sanitized, stay away from the elderly. I know a lot of people are also genuinely worried because they've got loved ones in hospital or they've got loved ones overseas or their parents are old and they're starting, you know, they might need medication or something. And it's that feeling of, I can't help my loved ones right now because I can't be with them. So it is that loss of control in that moment. And it's, it's a very, very, very fine line between being sad and then mm. something like this bringing on almost a post-traumatic stress because this mm. is a traumatic situation. We almost are, it feels like, in a war against mm. something. It's quite apt to, to speak about the post-traumatic syndrome of all of this because this is a trauma. And to expect yourself or to have an expectation for you to be okay or have an expectation for you to feel okay is expecting a lot from ourselves. I think as human beings, this is something that's a trauma. And a trauma is something that does change the view, our view of the world as we've known it. It is something that does turn our worlds upside down. And I think this is one of it. This is precisely it. And in that, there is something also around learning what is important to us as human beings, because what this has done is exposed our vulnerabilities as people. And it really has shown us what is important to us and things that are really valuable that we often take for granted. So I think as difficult as this is, there's a really 
great quote, I, I can't remember for the life of me who said it, but that no good lesson is learned where there's excessive comfort. So it is, it is precisely that, that this is a time of discomfort. And I think for people to really honor their emotions and honor their feelings about this, there is no way that you can expect yourself to go on as normal. It is not life as normal. It's not life as usual. Things are very different. And to really take time to pause and take that in so that you're not hit with uh, post-traumatic syndrome or post-traumatic disorder symptoms at the end of this for not being able to process this really as a trauma or as the trauma that it is for everyone. But also then to realize that this being a time of discomfort, there are a lot of things that you can learn about yourself, about life, about how things work from this time, because all the comforts and all the things that we used to anchor and fortify our lives have been stripped away from us. I mean, very basic things of just giving your loved one who's in pain or is sick or is really struggling from and maybe has been infected by the virus, just giving them a hug is something that seems so trivial and something that just comes naturally. I mean, even with the handshake, um, it's something that we, we really took for granted that it's such a natural response that when you're meeting someone for the first time to extend your hand to shake theirs, uh, it's things that we did like thoughtlessly without giving much consideration to. So I think the simplicity of life is also something that we need to appreciate because a lot of times we often so busy, our lives and our diaries and schedules filled up with so many distractions sometimes that really take away the simplicity of life and reminding us of some of the simple things that we often take for granted. Charity, I am very grateful to you uh, for giving me your time, for your time this morning. You have been absolutely awesome. And I do hope that we continue speaking to you moving forward in this podcast series. I have said to everybody, please stay in contact with me. You can mm -hmm. uh, get me on Twitter at Cindy Paluta. You can DM me. You can Insta on Instagram at Cindy underscore Paluta. We are also available. SADAC, the South African Depression and Anxiety uh, Group, is working throughout the lockdown to give you free help help and advice. It's always just a phone call away. Please, you know, reach out to someone during this time because we are all in this together. Help is at hand oh. during this lockdown. Call SADAC between 8am to 8pm on 0800 567 789 or visit sadag.org before it's too late. For more episodes of the Locked and Down podcast, visit lifepodcasts.fm.